2: From heaven said, A voice from heaven said to them, Listen to him. You better listen to him. Listen to him. His shining face, like the sun, His shining face. Became as white, his clothes became as white as light. Listen to him. You gotta listen to him. Listen to him. Oh, 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 oh. listen to him. Listen to him. Moses and Elijah. There with Jesus A cloud enveloped them Terrified The disciples faced down to the ground Looked up and the only one they found Was Jesus Glorified Glorified This is my son my love. I
1: am
2: well pleased well Listen to him please. You gotta listen to him Listen to him Whoa. You gotta listen to him Listen to him Listen to him Because
0: The next segment is Reflections, written by Ebenezer Quay and presented by Julian Amo.
3: Don't look at the order against you, but consider the Lord and God. Don't look at the flood of problems, but consider the blood of Christ. Don't look at the degree of the problem, but consider God's decree. Don't look at the slow pace of progress, but consider the flow of his grace. Don't look at the empty drain, but consider his empty reign falling next. Don't look at the empty drain, but consider his mighty rain falling next. Don't look at the loud noise of pain, but consider his cloud of mercy over you. Don't look at the train load of challenges, but consider his sovereign power. Don't look at the turmoil in your life, but consider his oil for the journey. Don't look at the pounds you have, but consider how he abounds in all your riches. Don't look at the troublesome case, but consider how awesome he is. Written by Ebenezer Koi
4: Hello, dear listener. It is our daily devotional series. I am Sandra Ahia. and with me here is our own brother, Blessed Anna. Please are welcome. Thank you. It is captioned The Great Controversy in the Early Church. And our memory text, that is the main text that our lesson is based on, is When They Saw the Courage of Peter and John and Realized That They Were Unschooled. Ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that this man had been with Jesus, recorded in Acts chapter four, verse thirteen. The beginning of a new beginning was our Sunday's lesson, and with this it tells us about Jesus' resurrection and how he spent some days with his disciples, and without their own ideas of what should happen were so strong that they simply did not listen to what Jesus had been saying to them and today's lesson talks to us about Facing the Sadducees, and with this, it tells us about how Peter and John were before the Sanhedrin. Peter and John before the Sanhedrin, and with this, we could see that when they were proclaiming the word to others, the elders and then their priests got angry, and we could see they were caught. They seized Peter and John, and because it was late, they were kept in prison. Even with that, they still had people who believed them when they spoke. Let's take glue to our sets and focus on what we are about to listen this morning. And invite a friend to also listen, so that whatever knowledge or grace or wisdom that we may acquire from this, they can also get some, and they will also spread to others as well, and that the blessings of the living God will overflow in our lives, facing the sadducees. Please take us through the lesson.
5: Thank you. Dear listener, as we've been studying this week, we are still continuing our study, Facing the Sadducees. If you look at Acts chapter 4, from verses 1 to 30, it gives us a story of how Peter and John were arrested and taken to the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin was, let's say, a court that decides on case that happens in the community. So anything pertaining to life, religion, everything, they will take you to the Sanhedrin and they will decide on your case. The Sanhedrin consists of six. And some of these sects are the Pharisees, the uh, Sadducees, the Zealots, and the others. All these sects formed parts are part of the Sahindrin. And the Sadducees that we're talking about here have a belief that there is no resurrection. There is no resurrection. So Peter and John were preaching Christ and Him crucified, that Christ lived, He was crucified, and He has resurrected, and He is a savior of the world, or He is the Messiah. So all should come to Him for salvation. Unfortunately, people were accepting these messages from Peter and John. And the Sadducees weren't happy at all. That how come that Peter and John are proclaiming that Jesus Christ has resurrected and people are following them? If they accept this message, which is the truth, then they are going to reject our message that there is no resurrection. So it came to a point that Peter and John met a cripple and they healed him. And because of this, people were praising God. Praising him, singing glory, praise, glory to the Lord. That God, you have done wonderful. How marvelous you've done for this man! He has been healed. Based on this, they were arrested and taken to the Sanhedrin to decide their case. So, as a matter of truth, they stood before the uh, Signed, they they slept in prison. Let me say that. And in the morning, they were brought before the Sanhedrin to decide their case. After looking into the case, after looking into the matter, simply they couldn't do anything because all the people in the town has believed that. What Peter and John are preaching were true. So they cannot do anything about it. If they decide to do anything, the people will rise or rebel against them. So the only opportunity or the option they had was that they will threaten them and let them go, causing them not to speak about the name of Jesus again. So they asked them, What name are you preaching about? What are you saying? They thought that after threatening them, they will give up or waver and leave everything and go away. But Peter said boldly, it is better for us to Believe God than to obey you. That is why it came that in Acts chapter 4, verse 13, when they stored their boldness and they learned that they were uneducated, ordinary people, fishermen, they thought they got to know that yes, these people have been with Jesus Christ. They have been in the school of Jesus. They have been trained by the master of all, the creator of the universe. Dear listener, as I go on, I encourage you that. Anytime we avail ourselves to God, he uses us to the utmost point in our lives. He can do everything in our lives. So avail yourself to him and he'll use you to his own glory. As a matter of truth, they did not give up. They went. They left them, they went to their family or their friends, their congregation, and they joined and prayed and thanked God for it. Asking him again for more boldness to preach his word. So we may face challenges in this life. Yes, we may face opposition. Sometimes you want to do what is right at the office, in the house, even in the church. But your own church members, your own family members, your colleagues will stand against you. Do not give up. As long as you are doing what is right in the eyes of God and men, keep on, and the grace of God will see you through it, as He saw the disciples through.
4: Before facing the Sadducees. As what we looked at today, and as we have listened and heard, we will always stand for Christ. No matter what the problem or the circumstances we might find ourselves, we should stand for Christ. And he is indeed going to lift us up, and victory will be ours. Amen. Amen. Our pastor will give us his last words.
5: As we bring our lesson to a uh, close today... I'll just encourage you that never in your life look down upon anyone because you might not know what God will use that person for tomorrow. John and Peter were ordinary fishermen, they had not gotten any formal education. They were fishing. But Jesus decided to call them, and when they accepted his call, he turned them into something else. He made them great people, those who were scholars. Yes, I I do not dispute intellectual knowledge, no. But don't look down on any person considering yourself or comparing yourself to that person, thinking that maybe you have a position, you have an intellectual knowledge or whatever, you are educated here and there. Please, allow yourself to let the Holy Spirit work in you and he will make you a great person. If you read Revelation 2, Verse 9, there are a sect of people God calls them the synagogue of Satan. Those who claim that they they are professing Christ, but within they have not accepted him. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will not be a synagogue of Satan. May the good Lord strengthen us. May the good Lord lead us. As we daily seek his face and walk upwardly before him. So that at the end we shall be part of his kingdom. Amen.
4: Amen. It is indeed a great blessing to be part of this great family as we learn God's words. Facing the Sadducees is what we looked at today. Have a wonderful Mm
1: day.
0: For any enquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF 595 Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana we will expect your feedback.
1: Voice of
4: this is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you.
0: The moment of truth. Watching for you
6: uh, welcome for to the moment of truth. I am your humble servant Dominic Bonnie. Sometimes I say to myself, Can you really, at our time, feed the truth of God, or sometimes we just have to make up our own ways and think God will accept us? So, this moment, I want us to think about the hard truth. That sometimes we ask ourselves, is God really in support of what you are doing? So I have entitled the a word that I want us to hear: that don't blame God. Don't blame God. A lot of people sometimes ask, all of this, if God is unknowing, then I think God knows what is going to happen to me. So if God knows it, why? Doesn't he divert all these calamities coming on me? But I want to ask you a question. Does God really decide for you? Is God really the one detecting what you must do? I'll say no. What you always have to bear in mind is, God is not the one detecting for our life. So don't blame God. I want us to consider the story of Jacob and Esau. The struggle when you read Genesis 25, verse 21 to 24. In the womb of their mother, there was a struggle. And this tells us that as we live, before we come to the earth, we are living in the earth of struggle. And before we have ourselves so safe, we need to live the life that God has given to us. Outside that, we are not safe. So, in the womb of their mother, there was struggle when you go to the verse 25 of the same Genesis 25, at their birth, the young one held the feet of the elder one. There was so struggle between these people. So we want to ask ourselves, if all these things were what really happened between these two babies, how that they speak to us? As we have learned all the time that our temptation are as, as, as a result of great controversies. So one thing God is always asking us to do is we should be conscious of what we want to decide, lest we start to blame God. God is all knowing. God is all knowing. You and I know. But He does not direct the affairs of all men. When King Hezekiah, who was a king of Egypt, when he was troubled by the fighting the war of the Assyrian king. Instead of this man to really stand on the promises that God has given to his children, Israel, he said, king, I can't stand your word that you are giving to me. You are bringing it on to me. So come and take the belongings of the house of God. The same thing happened in Genesis 25. As, as, we, as we have said to you, that's what we are relying on the story of Jacob and Esau, their struggle. Esau was the elder and Jacob was the younger one. But in man that has been a struggle in the womb of the mother. The same struggle was still in their midst. Was still in between their life. As an older person, you would have known better. But he said, one day he, after he has gone to to game, Esau, he saw too. Really have the notion that he is the elder and everything. In the tribe of Israel, the elders are seen as the second to the father. He did not recognized that, but he saw himself that being elder is not enough. So when he was angry, in of to hold and accept what God has given to him as the elderly of the of the family, he said to himself, My junior brother, my, my younger brother, I'm hungry. Just give me a food to eat. And as we know, their struggle has been in their midst since their conception in their mother's womb. So he also said, If you only want me to give you the food, then you have to give, do one thing unto me. Sell your birthright unto me. And in Israel, when, if you sell your birthright unto someone, you can get money. It was a tradition of them. So he also did not mind that being elder is a good thing unto man. So he said... I' will give it to you two what is this for? My brother and my sister, if you, if you are listening to me very well, the truth of God cannot be compromised. what God has said cannot be compromised. So if in your own life, if something before you do not blame God, our action should not be blamed on God. We are the people to blame. We should blame ourselves for no one can cause any change in our mind until we have decided to do any action. So no one should ever say, I was tempted just because God made the temptation come unto me. For everything, James chapter 1 verse 13 says that, do not think that when you are tempted, say that I'm tempted by God. God cannot tempt. It is our desires to do sin, to, to commit sin, that will bring all this blame unto us. I want you to recognize that God does not manipulate your life. God is not the one who decides for you. The greatest gift that God has given to us is the mind that you and I are having. And that if there is anything that you have to decide, then it is a decision you have to make in our our life, which is in line with God. May we not blame God for everything that we do on this earth is numbered. May God have mercy upon us that our mind will be illuminated. We shall, we shall have the courage to decide for ourselves in line with the scriptures of God that all our actions will be channeled unto the blessings of God. For God have a lot in store for us. May God bless you.
4: This is a special announcement. Starting from the 27th of March 2016 to the 29th of October 2016, our new frequency for the summer broadcast will be 11955 kHz. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or 244 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventus World Radio, Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
1: voice Voice of Hope
0: I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.